listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John Pimba here with James Grandey. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's 13-game slate. James, uh, everybody has Thanksgiving Day off for NBA, so they jammed on basically the entire uh, league on this Wednesday slate. Take us into the holiday here. Some good matchups, something that we take advantage of at times is being able to just cross games off on these big slates. We don't actually have many totals, so hard to do that at the very present, but uh, come tomorrow, definitely check out the Vegas odds and start looking at the game totals that are probably going to be 200, maybe some games under 200, or uh, some of the, the you know, Milwaukee-Detroit 14-point <laughs> spread, something like that. You can just kind of cross off and, and narrow this slate, narrow down the player pool a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have to, John. Off the top of my head, Detroit on a back-to-back going into Milwaukee is going to be a bloodbath. Utah, OKC, I think, SGA has already been ruled out. He has. I mean, I know OKC kept it close on Monday with Atlanta, relatively close. At the end of the game, they kind of let it get out of their um, grasp. But I think that's another game I don't love. I guess you probably see it differently because your two favorite players in the NBA are on OKC. Yeah. And those would probably be like, just quickly looking at things, those would probably be the first two games that I really don't have much interest in. I mean, Lakers, Indiana might be pretty bad too. Charlotte, Orlando could be there. Well, again, you mentioned there's only four totals. I, I have four. I, I, whatever sports book you're looking at, I think you said you had three. Two of them are over 220. And then Bucks, Pistons, Sean, just like you said, 14 and a half point spread. And then Phoenix, Cleveland, 209 and a half. So uh, maybe a game we don't take much interest in we have four teams on a back-to-back there's only four game tuesday slate but we have the lakers we have the heat we have the pistons and we have uh portland all on back-to-backs for this slate as well so something to at least monitor as we dive into it so let's kick it off james at the point guard position i have DraftKings open i have fandle open of course yahoo as well james harden is 11-7 against boston Steph Curry against the Sixers at 11-4. LeBron James now has point guard eligibility over on draft picks <laughs> here. Fresh off the suspension, LeBron James. But we have LaMelo Balls at 10-7 against Orlando. Westbrook at 10-3. John Morant at 9-8. Lillard at 9-7. At 9-5. Trey Young at 9-5. So I'm sorry, DeJounte's at 9-6. Trey Young's at 9-5. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Actual point guards here, priced 9500 or above, James. So Okay, so probably not going to go the hard and looked pedestrian with Durant back. He looked like a good point. He was a good point guard, but we're not paying 11-7 for him. I think the Curry play is interesting, but do we think Philly is Tobias Harris? I'm sorry, questionable? If Toby doesn't play, he's questionable. Him, Curry, they're all questionable. If he doesn't play, can they keep that game competitive in Golden State? Unlikely. Definitely, definitely worried there. I think we're going to get villain LeBron tomorrow, John, because first time he was suspended in his career, a lot of people making him out to be the villain. And LeBron has been a pretty good villain. When he went to Miami, he was very good. I mean, best years of his career. So I could go there. Don't, I not going to put. I said, I owe you a little bit of an apology on LaMelo Ball. I was dead set against him. 
against the Wizards because of how good defensively the Wizards had been. He tore them apart. 62 yeah. fantasy points, 28, 13, and 7. 10 of 24 from the floor. Orlando's always one of our favorite matches against point guards. I know the DVP has them ranked first. I don't understand that one completely, but at least on, on DraftKings, the opponent rank is number one. But the ball against Orlando, certainly an appealing look for me. Yeah, they're 29th in defensive rating this year yeah. in Orlando. So it's going to be another spot we can attack LaMelo. He had a really bad game against them early in the year. But I think the thing to to note is something that we've said a bunch of times about a bunch of different players, and it's the minutes. He makes that comment about not playing a lot and not closing games. And he, he's done nothing but play 34-plus minutes, generally 36-plus and he's really turned into that double, triple, double threat that we thought he was going to be on a nightly basis. And and that's really where we are. And if he's going to score this well, too, multiple threes in five straight games, multiple threes in nine of his last ten, I mean, he's kind of a can't-miss guy right now. Uh, so it's, for me right now, it's LaMelo. I think Lillard, even though it's a back-to-back, is in play. He's off to a good start on Tuesday as we record while that game's going on. And then DeJounte is just... Yeah, DeJounte. He is just... I mean, he's shooting again. He didn't really shoot the basketball well, but it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter whether or not he shoots the ball well because he just does everything so well. So for me, I do have a couple... If I'm playing multiple lineups, some interest in LeBron, definite interest in LaMelo, and then it's Damian Lillard. Or uh, Damian Lillard and DeJounte for me. Yeah, DeJounte for sure, that price point... Uh, a spot that we really should consider continuing going back. Full on agreement with you there. Uh, as we go down into the mid-tier, Chris Paul is down to 8K, a guy that's been priced up over $8,000 now for 10 straight games. So we're getting a price drop uh, on him going up against Cleveland. We have Fred Van Vliet at $7,800 against Memphis. That feels like a pretty nice price point uh, for him as well. Brogdon against the Lakers on that back-to-back is $7,600. Same as De'Aaron Fox. Even though I'm not really a big fan um, of him lately. That's not really a spot I've, I've really looked to go to. Uh, and then Maxi, I know you mentioned, is this game going to stay competitive? Does it matter, I guess? Or they it might not. Him out? I mean, he's just on another level right now. Yeah. Uh, and if there's no Toby, they can't really take him off. The, they can't really afford to take him off the floor. And to further that point, if there's no Toby and there's no Curry and, oh, dude, I just, that just occurred to me. We're going to have Seth Curry tomorrow. They play each other. It's the Curry yeah. Bowl. It's the Curry yeah. Bowl. So, we're, of course, we're going to get Seth Curry's going to score more than Steph Curry. <laughs> that will be an interesting uh, scenario if that happens. Danny Green questionable as well. I mean, if all these guys sit, Max, he's just going to play a whole bunch of minutes. And, yeah, he's been great. And it makes you wonder uh, why he wasn't, <laughs> like, what the Sixers have been doing this whole time, just not giving him run alongside Ben Simmons, with Ben Simmons for the last last year especially. So, yeah, I'm in on Maxi all formats. And I, I think we'd be remiss to not mention, I know he's questionable, but Terry Scarland yeah. is, if he plays, do you have any interest? I, I know you, you mentioned it to me. You're like, when did Phoenix win 12 games in a row? Now 13. Right. And yeah, number one in the league over the last month. So, like, would you consider Garland if he plays and pivot off that if he doesn't? Would you consider Rubio 6,800? I don't know. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I would go there. I mean, 
Isn't this a revenge spot for Rubio? Didn't he play there two years ago? Maybe he had a brief spot in Phoenix. I feel like this was a... He went there and they traded... No, he spent 2019-2020 in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll I'll see what the spread looks like. I like that they're at least in Cleveland. Right. Uh, That's a a little bit of a better spot for them there. Some guys I think that we can take a look at for value. Jalen Brown is questionable. I was talking a lot of Marcus Smart there. For a bit when Brown was out of the lineup, he's still $5,400. It's Brooklyn. Yeah, I think Smart could be a, a guy to look at here if Jalen is out. And then R.J. Hampton, a guy that everybody's been playing Jalen Suggs with Cole Anthony. And all R.J. Hampton has done is go for 42 and 35 fantasy points coming off the bench. 4900 bucks. Is it a little bit of a trap game? Maybe. Because the price has jumped up like $2,000 on him, essentially, from where he was a few slates ago. When he was 32, then 42, now 40. But this kid is super talented, a first-round pick last year. And what I kept on writing about was, look what he did at the end of last year when Cole Anthony was out for the final eight games. And he was a stud. He was like one of the top scoring guards at his price point. And I think we continue to just go back to that well. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And I don't think it's a trap game. I know the price is elevated, but... If the minutes are going to be there with no Cole Anthony, plus the matchup, John, like Charlotte has been terrible defensively. They are currently 22nd in defensive rating, and they also play at the third fastest pace, right? So we're getting a good pace-up pace opportunity for Hampton uh, against a bottom 10 defense in the league. So I think there's actually any figures that there's a lot of good value because it's a 13-game slate. Pat Bev, 51, goes for another 30 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. I know it's Miami, but back-to-back, maybe we get Lowry sitting. They've sat a lot of guys this year on something to consider. Possibly no Kyle Lowry. So I think Beverly's in play, Hampton. If Seth Curry does, in fact, sit, Shake Milton played 36 minutes the other night. He'll play no matter what scenario, blowout or not. Corey Joseph? I mean, another really good game. He played a whole bunch of minutes. I know, again, is that a little worrisome because of the blowout? Sure, but $4,400. And then, John, if Alex Crew, Colby White started, and I know they got the, the Bulls got smacked. They got smacked by the Pacers, but it's the Rockets. And if Colby White starts again, five games into his season, he's already up to 25 minutes. Would you consider him an option at 4100 uh i think i would i think he's definitely a good value play because we know the offense can be and then i'll say the other one if Devonte graham is out again care lewis jr's 3400 bucks mm-hmm. yep super he's been super good and they're gonna probably continue to start sataransky but don't like don't let that deter you from playing lewis because he's the one 23 27 32 minutes so and he's been active shooting the basketball too 12 11 12 shots on the floor so I'm 100% with you. I think it's a lock and load if if Devontae Graham doesn't play. Over at the shooting guard position here at the very top, we got Bradley Beal against the Pelicans at 93. We have a questionable Jalen Brown against Brooklyn. If he plays, we'll have to wait and see if the minutes limit will be increased on him. He did have 27 fantasy points in 23 minutes against Houston, but something to at least watch there. Your Zach Levine is 9K against Houston. We have Booker at 86, Donnie Mitch against OKC at 83. That's your 8K and above, guys. Yeah, I'll just go down to the next here. I mean, does do any of those like sound appealing? Like Beal at 93 is the most interesting of the group because the spot that he's in, I think New Orleans is dead last in defensive rating as a team. But, 
I mean, it's not like Bradley Beal's out here putting up many 50 spots. And at 9-3, for any type of upside, that's kind of what we need. So I like Van Vliet would probably be where I start, 7,800. I think that's where my interest lies. Sure. Van Vliet's fine with me. Again, the rest of this group, I mean, you have McCollum on a back-to-back against Sacramento. That's fine. I don't really want to play Cade against Milwaukee. I know that the price is just going to keep going up on him. He's 76 now, but... That's where it's starting to get a little bit too pricey for me. Tyler Hero in a back-to-back. If guys are out, I think he'll be a guy, uh, certainly a price option for you. But 7500 gets a little bit expensive. Flip side of that matchup, I mean, Anthony Edwards gets Miami. After starting horribly uh, against the Pelicans, he's able to bounce back for 36 fantasy points there. But 7400 is a great price, but it's my it's Miami, so that's a little bit a little worrisome for me. I don't know. Uh, do you go to, do you like Giddy? Do you, would you, I mean, Schroeder, of course, if, if Brown is out, Trent, I guess, against Memphis, would that, was that the guy we'd want to hear? Again, yeah. this isn't a strong, these price points aren't appealing, right? Yep. It, it, yep. And it's a huge slate, but I mean, there's 20 guys, more, you know, price over 7K that either aren't in great matchups or haven't been playing well. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's, the Trent thing worries me if OG ends up playing. He's questionable. I think you can go there if he's not. Giddy's fine. It's Utah, though. They're quite good. Jordan Poole not going to pay 71. You can. He's coming off back 40 fantasy, back-to-back 30-plus actual point games. So if you, like, want to go there. Curry wasn't in for one of those games. Curry wasn't in for one of those games. So it's, I don't know, man. If, if Jalen Brown sits, Schroeder would probably be the primary target in that tier for me. Yep, that's fine. If Dylan Brooks is out, we can go back to uh, Bain, right? Bain. Hell yeah, he went nuts. He did. He, he, he's shooting the ball extremely well right now. We got 31 minutes from Buddy Heald. Uh, new coach, didn't matter. He actually put up 36 fantasy points, yep. 21 and 9. Yeah, they sat. They took Metu completely out of the rotation, didn't play a single, and they started – Harkless and then took him off the floor and let Buddy go. So if he's going to get this, he gets a great Portland matchup on his home floor, catching Portland on a back-to-back. Yeah, I think Buddy Hill's a super slick tournament. Let's see. If you think blowout, right? We always saw Clarkson. You can kind of always game mm-hmm. theory him a little bit. He's mm-hmm. $5,100. If anybody's out for Miami, we like Duncan Robinson. He just takes a bunch of shots. I'm trying to see. I guess Patty Mills against Boston, you could still run to. What do you think about the Atlanta guys here, Horder or Bogdan? I like Horder. I mean, I think he's still probably a little too cheap. He went yeah, for only 46. 20, yeah. Right. He's gone for 27 fantasy points or more in three straight. He's put up 30 plus minutes. And the good thing is he wasn't reliant upon the three ball his last game against OKC, which is always worrisome when he's when you get a player hitting like four or five threes a night. It's, well, can he sustain the the production when he's not making those shots because no one's going to hit four to five threes a game, you know, when you're taking seven. Well, he sustained it. So I think it's a very viable spot. The Spurs defense has been pretty poor. Bogdan, you probably don't go there. I I think you probably play Hoarder and you you could play Reddish too, who's still under 4K. You just yeah. didn't make shots. Right. If Brown's out and Richardson's in, $3,500, you can always just ride back. With as, my, as my dog clicks and clacks, I'm sorry to all the listeners. I know it sounds like <laughs> I have a horse in my house. And you know what? I may. Zeus may be part horse. So I said which, which, which. Laney, Laney is knocked out. Zeus is clicking and clacking all over the place. 
All right, no, no biggie there. All right, let's go over to the small forward position. At the very top, you get Kevin Durant against Boston at 11-2. You got LeBron James, as you mentioned, it's a point guard spot, but also small forward 10-8 against the Pacers. Tatum against Brooklyn. No, If there's no Jalen, I mean, is it a tough matchup? Yeah, but he's also usually pretty money when Brown is out of the lineup. Uh, and then, of course, you got buckets here at 10K as well. Yeah, so I think... This tier is going to be determined on who's in and who's out. I could see the Lakers sitting Anthony Davis, and I say that because he came into Tuesday's game sick, and he sure looked it on the floor because he sure wasn't out there. Maybe it was the ghost of Anthony Davis. I could also see Brown sitting, and I could see Kyle Lowry sitting. And when Kyle Lowry sits this year, Jimmy Butler has gone nuclear. So I think it's going to be very dependent for me on who's in and who's out because if Brown's out, and if Lowry's out, it's going to be hard to pass on both. I might just build the same lineup and just play Tatum in one and Butler in the other. You also have Butler to lower revenge there against the Minnesota team that he's. Oh, oh, never mind. This is why are we even having this discussion? This is for those again who are not familiar. Jimmy Butler one time played with the uh, Timberwolves second string players. No, no, I think it was the third. I almost want to say it was like the third string players. Third? Even then, the third string players against the starters were Towns because he absolutely hates Carl Anthony Towns and was beating them in a scrimmage at practice one time. So, yeah, a lot of dislike for Jimmy Butler in the uh, Timberwolves organization, especially to Carl Anthony Towns. So, a little revenge there for uh, Butler. Bridges had a bad game the other day. You played him, of course. I told um, you. I told you. He's. He, Miles Bridges to me is Donovan Mitchell to you. Yeah, he's under 8K though, so I'm willing to run it, consider him. Yep, same uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I played Ingram the other day and he was dreadful. I don't know if he's not healthy or what. I know he was out for, but the shooting for him has just been awful for a couple of slates now. So tough, especially against Washington, one of the better defensive teams. Didn't think I'd ever say that, but they are one of the better defensive teams <laughs> out there. So not one I'm looking to really trust there. And again, we enter like this mid-tier, I guess. Like maybe Kyle Kuzma, maybe Harrison Barnes, Josh Hart against the Wizards. Again, not great, but maybe I hate this 7-6K tier on all positions so far. Yeah, I'm just taking a look. Like maybe we take a look at Harry B, 6,200. But he was back to being crap against Philly. But Portland's bad defensively. I could take, I could see taking a shot on Harry B. I'm with you on Josh Hart. The remember when Laurie Markin was going to be Larry Markkinen played 30 minutes, no limit at all. Definitely, I, I, hey, we could definitely go down that path. 5,400, still too cheap. I don't want to go Norm on a back-to-back. I don't want to go Bojan. Mikael Bridges is like the most inconsistent player ever in terms of fantasy production. It's probably you see him complaining about his shots the other day? Mikael Bridges? Yeah. Was complaining about that he took only four shots? So he was seven for seven like two nights ago, shooting the ball. And after the game, they asked him why he didn't take more shots. He says, I didn't have the ball. And then he, oh. and then he was like, he's like, uh, CP and, and Booker took all the shots. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's just, you make the finals and then start complaining about taking shots. Got it. The value tier for me is probably the Philly guys dependent on. Vassell played 30 minutes. And Vassell. So I actually played him in one line last night, played 30 minutes. They upgraded Doug McDermott. That was so McDermott was out, right? And they started Bates Diop, but Vassell was their best player for most of the night. 
So definitely something to consider there. I am in on Vassell in tournaments if Doug McDermott is out. But if Doug McDermott plays, I'm probably out. Because 47, it's not like we're getting him for 39, 4,000. Like, he's getting up there. So I would still take the Philly guys over him. That's an interesting value. And I think that the algorithms are are Mr. Franz Wagner here for the two games against Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Where I mean, it wasn't a good matchup for him. Right. He only played 21 and 24 minutes in those two games. Both of them were in back-to-back games in Milwaukee, and now he's $3,900. Now he's getting Charlotte front court, right? If there was a good time to bounce back here, I think this would be a situation. I mean, the dude was playing 35-plus minutes a night for 10 straight games, and then, you know, Milwaukee happens, and he does, he's barely on the floor. Maybe this is a bounce-back spot for him. Yeah, it's just like an awkward matchup, right, for Milwaukee, because they're just freakishly... Freakish. It's, it's one. Of, it's one of two things. Either I was gonna say maybe is it's Chuma starting to cut into that, or Chuma played 24 and 26 minutes in those games. He's played 20, 24, and 26 in three straight. The pro- fantasy production's been there. There's no bigger fan of Chuma Keki than you. <laughs> so I mean, what is what's going on here with this Magic front court, or at least this small forward position? I guess do you have a do you have a read on this at all? I mean, Chuma also really did benefit from the blowout i'm gonna go to popcorn machine just to to get us like more of a like an official but i mean when i when i was watching it was like chuma played the whole fourth which he did he played the whole the last 14 minutes of the game chuma keki played so franz wagner didn't get back into the game or after he left after six minutes in the third he did not check back in as but neither did suggs Neither did any starter other than Michael Mulder. So good to know. That means that he's probably pretty safe if they get into a competitive situation. Right. And well, I guess my my question to you is at home against Charlotte, is this a competitive situation? Maybe. Yeah. Because if it's not, man, Chumo Keki 4K. Other value guy I'll throw out here, and I guess this is maybe Toby dependent, but he was starting anyways, but Tybal had a huge yep. game, 15 yep. actual, which you never get the scoring out of him, but he did get three steals and a block, 26 fantasy points over on DraftKings. Yeah, it would have been 30, or would have gotten to 30 fantasy points on Fandle with, yep. the, with the steals and the blocks, no TOs. So yeah, I think uh, you're onto something. And like you said, I mean, Danny Green, it is worth noting Danny Green questionable, right? Okay. So if Danny Green does play, Thibel could kind of be off the board he might not and George Niang could eventually go could move to the bench but definitely interesting to watch the Philly situation play out we'll have more of a read tomorrow as John is tackling this little 13 game playbook yep small playbook here powerful over at the top of the position here you got Giannis against Detroit we saw this game recently he played 27 minutes because they won 117.89 and he went for he went for 59 and a half minutes. So he can do it. You know, he went for 41 and 24 minutes against Orlando. It's just if you want to take that risk or not, paying up for Giannis at 12. You mentioned Anthony Davis may or may not play. He's not listed with anything, but he was questionable coming in tonight at the back. He's 11-1, something always to think about. You didn't want to pay over 10K for DeRozan. I imagine that still holds true for you. You have Sabonis at 8-5 and Siakam at 8-1 here. I mean, they're both... Fairly good spots. I feel better about Siakam's, but I also don't feel great about up and down production we're getting from him. So if I'm picking one, it's because again, Sabonis was having a big game, but just the minutes are so inconsistent right now in in Indiana. I just hate it. So I'll I'll lean. They're both fine. 
Uh, we've got eight total blocks from John Collins the last two games against San Antonio at 7,200. Yeah, he's a freak. He's been super good. 38 fantasy points per game over his last six, 34 minutes over that span too. Yeah, I, I think this is one of the better. I, I think this is one of the best games on the board. And it shows in Vegas. It's 223.5 points spread. James, that happened and I missed it because it happened against Utah. But Jaron Jackson Jr. went for 46 fantasy points the other day. 26, 8, 2 blocks, 2 steals. He even hit the game winner in that shot, in that game. Not sure if you saw that or not. 6,300 bucks against Toronto. They're going to play small, right? If Siakam's their, their 5 or their 4, this feels like a great spot for Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm so sorry that you're chasing him here. And he's going fa- to have gonna, to chase him. I have I'm to. so sorry you're chasing him and he's going to have two, two fouls in the first quarter. I'm so sorry. Utah for 46 fantasy points. And that's in, like, in Utah. Utah. Like if there was ever. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what else to say. That's just I'll, I'll go out on my shield to Jared Jackson, <laughs> but I stand him too hard. It is what it is. Kevin Love, Wendell Carter, both guys, any interest there? The Carter, what's going on with the pricing here with these guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The Carter's fine, right? 5500 is a good price. Is this an overreaction again to these Milwaukee games? Like, probably. Yeah, probably. Because it's, listen, I mean, where do we attack Charlotte? Charlotte's not a good defense in general, but they are super horrible in the interior. So, yeah, I think we could play Carter and Kevin Love. And you probably just play Mark. Yeah, you just play Markkinen. If I think Kevin Love's minutes are going to increase, but also if Markkinen and Jared Allen are both playing well, they're just not going to take those two off the floor in favor of Kevin Love. Uh, team reporter Dean Wade uh, played 34 <laughs> minutes, 28 and a half fantasy points. Yeah, but Laurie Markkinen was limited, remember, John? Yeah, thirty-one minutes. 31 minutes. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need to go there. Our other favorite player, Jared Vanderbilt. Yep. 30, played, 28, 31, and thirty-six uh, fantasy points the last three games. Uh, at least seven rebounds now in five straight, including three straight double-digit rebound games. Yeah, and he's a freak, like in the blocks and steals category. We've gotten either two steals or two blocks in every game over his last four, and he's done that eight times over his last 10 games. So, yeah, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. Gallinari's okay. Robinson Earl, he played 32 minutes. Double-double? Like he's Yeah, he got some garbage time stuff there. I, I watched the end of that game. Uh, he hit, like, a three and grabbed a rebound. Like, uh, a lot of that came when the game was basically over, but can't take it away from him. So, it happened. I mean, probably going to happen here again. It's true. Probably? I don't know. I'm just thinking. That's probably it i don't know. i mean brandon clark played 25 minutes but i don't think that's that's not something that he's shown he can do yet so i don't think we need to go anywhere else yeah i'm with you there i would say yeah that's probably it i was thinking namanja because andre Godal has already been ruled out but draymond's back and i don't think we need to force that on a 13 game slate yep that's fine Go over to the center spot then towns against miami at ninety four hundred dollars uh, we got Valanciunas against the Wizards at 8,900. Vucinic is questionable to play? Yeah, so he's been ramping up to come back. So, like, poor guy was being called a super spreader because he was out in Chicago passing out meals for the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> he's had COVID this whole time. So hopefully it was post-COVID. Everyone's safe out in Chicago. But, yeah, he's... Past, like he's past the protocols and stuff, and he just needs to get in condition. So he can come, return. We'll see if he does, but 
Either way, I'm not going to. 8,800, I'm not going to play him here. I agree. I don't know. I guess Aiton and Allen, 7,400 apiece. Yeah, why do they just not raise these dudes' prices? Like, I just don't understand. DeAndre Aiton gives us 35-plus fantasy points every slate. Yep. Jared Allen gives us, at this point, 40 fantasy points in every game that he hasn't been, like, sick in. He's yeah, no us, Mobley, like, yeah. I mean, it's just, I'd rather pay those prices, like, Bam, I guess you could play on a back-to-back if he plays. He's been in and out of the lineup in, on back-to-backs, too, because that Minnesota matchup is so enticing. But why would you want to do that when you could just play Aiden and Allen, giving you, like, similar production for $1,000 cheaper? Yeah, Bomb is 64. He went for 37 fantasy points against his team in that first match. They didn't move his prices. Shocker. I'm, I'm shocked that he went for that much yeah, uh, yeah. against Charlotte. A double in that game. Big surprise. Jakob Pertl played 31 minutes. Again, minutes limit for him. 31 <laughs> minutes. 15-9. Listen, if we're getting 30 minutes from Jakob Pertl at 5,700, I'm going to... Yep, I agree. And it, and it, yeah, no, I agree completely. Because he's... And this is like one of those spots where we, you knock on wood. I'm not going to because my dogs are going to go crazy, but knock on wood. He doesn't, it doesn't feel like a spot he would get in foul trouble in, right? Because Capella's not scoring. Capella's not like out here posting him up or anything. So really we worry about Pirtle's foul trouble, but this doesn't feel like one of those spots. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, again, this is a guy that earlier on at times, he was up over $7,000. So getting him now after that long layoff due to COVID and a good spot there. What do we do with the Celtics guys, right? Because this is a fantastic <laughs> is, yeah. matchup for them. Rob Will played 23 minutes as he came back from a knee injury at 15 boards, but only took one in that game. And then Al Horford, who's 7,300, which is expensive. He's got double-doubles in back-to-back games, right? And this is a game, and that was in only 24 minutes against Houston. You would think a game against Brooklyn here, these guys are going to play their full run, right? You would think. Does it pique your interest more? Would Are you more inclined to play them if Brown's out? Or do you, does that not matter to you? Yeah, I don't think Jalen really, because they're not high volume scorers, right? They're just sort of either put back guys or lob guys. Horford will hit the pick and pop three every now and then. But we're really playing them for everything else. I, I'm probably more inclined to play Rob Will. At 56. Just because he's so-, he's so much cheaper. And like you said, if we're not going to, he's not going to be a high usage guy, whether Brown is on the floor or not. And he gave us 15 rebounds in 23 minutes and he only gave us one block. He's averaging two on the year. So if that run gets extended to 30, who's to say Robert Williams isn't 17 rebounds and three blocks or so I'm more inclined to play Rob Will at the cheaper price tag. Yeah, that's fine. Opposite them, LMA is up to 5,300, but he's played over 30 minutes now in two of the last three games. Surprisingly, both of those games were against Cleveland. But, I mean, 37, 24, 38 fantasy points there. And, hey, they're not playing tomorrow. Or they're not playing Thursday, James. So we don't have to worry about <laughs> the random rest factor here. The worst, like, I'll just, the, the worst part about that whole scenario is that they actually, like, if you wonder if the amount of tweets got back to Steve Nash, like, yeah. why did he even play him in that scenario? I just don't understand. But yeah, because then you look below him and there's not much intrigue, truthfully, Fluffy, anywhere. for whatever reason, played 33 minutes against Orlando and had 36 fantasy points. And P.J. Washington, he's doubtful. So, I mean, there's a chance. There's, there's a chance because P.J. Washington is doubtful, but 
I don't like. I just I don't want it. I don't want to go there. Do we know why the Hernan Goat played 22 minutes? Yeah, it was a blowout. Okay. As my horse dog uh, can, walks again, but it was a blowout that they made comp- near the end of the the contest. So uh, we don't need to we don't need to go there. Um, All right. Well, I, I got no other centers, and I mean, outside of injuries, obviously popping up here. Is there any other guys that you would take a peek at? Yeah, uh, Kavan Looney's played 26 minutes in back-to-back games and 33 and 21 fantasy points. He always has those like random pop-off games. Also, what are we doing? We didn't mention. But if Toby doesn't play, I mean, he just had, he had, Toby hasn't played three games, and w- this it. Toby and Drummond, or Toby and Embiid haven't played three games together, and Drummond has 20 rebounds in all three of those games. So probably would be playing him if, in fact— Would you pay 8200 without Tobias Harris, though? I don't know. It, it'd be a tournament play, but again, like, he had— 20, he's had 20-plus rebounds in all three uh, of the I get, games. Yeah, I get it. I guess I just wonder, the Warriors are very good, and there. they're at home. Like, would this game not look like what the Milwaukee-Orlando game looked like the other day, 60 to 24 and a half or something like that? It's, it's definitely a fair point. I feel like so, just yeah. I feel like just because of his price point, play Aiton, play yeah, Aiton. Yeah, that's fair. It's the, same, it's the same discussion we had with Bam. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I look at it. And I like Bam, too, by the way, if he plays 8,400. Yep. You know, not a bad spot against Minnesota. But uh, that wraps up here. 13 games. We'll have the full slate of content for you all. I'll be on the playbook. I don't know what James is doing. What's James I'm doing? On the, I'm on the value vault. James on the value vault. We've definitely talked some value plays over for everyone. Make sure you check all of that out. Get in the Discord. Follow us on Twitter. Have any questions, we'll be here for you guys throughout the day. For now, we'll talk to you guys later.